Germanica analysis of Kingsman, The Secret Service, recorded September 13th, 2016, led by Chris Huntley. Uh, good evening. Tonight we watched <coughs> Kingsman, The Secret Service, and so let's start the analysis. Start with identifying what the overall story is, the big picture, what everybody's concerned with. Anybody? And not in dramatic terms, just in sort of what's the conflict, what are, what's a one-line description of... Saving the world. Okay, expand a little. That's okay. good. But that uh, that sound like protecting the world from Valentine's uh, cell phone, evil cell phone plane. The world from Valentine evil, free, free but evil, e- evil plan. The freeble so, plan. Yeah. So phone. I'm sorry, it's my typing writing uh, plan. Or was that again? Protecting the world from Valentine's evil cell phone plan. Oh. Okay. And who is our main character? The young guy, Eggsy. Eggsy? Eggsy. No idea how to spell it. I-G-G-Y. E-G-G-S-Y. Is it E? E E-G-G-S-Y. And who do we have as the influence character? Galahad would be sort of in this context, I think, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of the Kingsman. Right. And Harry is the guy Harry's the man. who okay. feels responsible for Diggsy's father's death. Okay. Sort of the, the ones that sort of the function in the big the main story, and the other one is much more uh, dealing with Eggsy's personal stuff. Okay. And uh, anybody else fits in there, or is Harry seem to be the the princess? No, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> and what is the nature of their <laughs> relationship? He's a derivative. <laughs> yeah. The uh, relationship. What, what kind of relationship do Eggsy and Harry have? Mentorship. Uh, Father. Son, yeah, father, son. Transforming uh, him into uh, a, a gentleman. gentleman. A gentleman. Yeah. 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 Eliza Doolittle and uh, our teacher yeah. student. Daddy. Well, that's not really true, actually. A what? Uh, that, 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 that's part of it. That's I said dead or deady, but he's he, actually... He, not really. Not I mean, really that's a, actually more just in, in yeah. Harry's storyline, not real storyline. It's true. He doesn't, he doesn't he feel like he's owed anything. Right. Um, and obviously we can th- these are just generalizations once we start s- talking about specifics of the structure then I can really get much more into that alright so with Eggsy being the main character main character is all is it uh, change or steadfast and why is he a change character or a steadfast character and Whichever I, think he, he is. I think he was steadfast because he stuck by his ideals. He he didn't kill the dog, and yeah. But maybe I maybe but I is don't that, is that a quality that was an issue that was of concern to him? Yeah, he gave. I mean, he he stuck by his ideals rather than become a kingsman. At least during the first stage. Well, but the the nature of the the resolve. You look at him at the beginning of the story and look him at the end of the story. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, he did become a gentleman. You went from a street punk, which means yeah. what? Yeah, I guess I'm not gonna put words changed. into your mouth. Okay, yeah. okay. Anybody else? Is everybody okay with that? Yeah. All he, right. He, yeah, so he, that's that's he, the nature of when we talk about 
-hmm. change in terms of the resolve. Mm -hmm. The resolve is ultimately what is the disposition of the main character? Have they gone through a fundamental shift mm -hmm. and are changed okay. or have changed? Or do they fundamentally stay the course and remain on, uh, you know, remain mm -hmm. steadfast to whatever their resolve was initially? Mm -hmm. um, and the relationship between the main and influenced character is that one will change and the other will remain steadfast. And not, the fact that, that Harry is dead doesn't mean he can't quote-unquote change, because you saw he's brought up over and over again, particularly in terms of uh, Merlin saying, basically mouthing what, you know, attributing something to him. Here is the bespoke um, suit that Harry had made for you. Mm -hmm. Right. It wasn't just oh, here's you know something to wear. Mm -hmm. It's Harry did this for you. Harry would be very proud of you. So it's it's Harry speaking through uh, Merlin, and even though Merlin is saying it, it's really the the character of Harry. So he's even in death, he's still that mentor, that persuasive, and and the ultimate you know way to illustrate it is that. At the very end, you have the transformed that the the bookend scenes, mm -hmm. where it was Harry in the first scene and Iggy in this last scene, basically playing Harry, and quoting, you know, yeah. manners maketh man, uh, you know, so mm -hmm. he has essentially become a car not carbon copy, but he has become what Harry had always wanted him to be, and have saw that that potential was in him. Even more so than just that change, it's also he walks away from a fight at the beginning with those guys, right? And then stays to fight mm -hmm. at the end, initiates a fight. Yeah. Well, he doesn't initiate it. Remember, he's well, he, walking away, and then he says, "Fine, okay, I'm not going to just walk away from this. I'm going to teach them something." You know, you want it? You want to fight? Fine. Now, but it's it's going to be under on my terms, not on. You know, I'm not just going to pick a fight with you, even though I know I'm going to get the crap beaten out of me. It's going to be, you know... Yeah, I, I guess I might read in that scene is that he knows he's inciting a fight when he goes in there. Of course. So... Well, he what he says to her is specifically... It could have... It, it, it was such that he did not do anything to incite it, but knowing the nature of his father-in-law, his uh, father, right. stepfather... His father, the stepfather couldn't leave that alone, especially with his mates there. Okay, so he's a changed character. What about the main character approach, doer or beer? In other words, does Exe prefer to solve problems externally as a doer or internally as a beer by changing his nature as opposed to changing the world around him? And, well, I'm leaning towards beer. No, he's makes himself feel better when he's when he's has conflict by swiping the keys. Swiping, how is swiping the keys being? Well, that that was going to be my example for doing. For doing. Because yeah. remember, he's, he's on the he's on the it's, Remember, it's one of those things where there's never one or the other, but one is going to be essentially the approach that's taken, and the other side will, you know, maybe it's to feel better, but he'll. To resolve an inequity, I feel kind of crappy about this. I'm going to take your keys and go for a joyride. Yeah, I think he's a doer because, especially in that underwater scene, 
they, they really wanted to show this guy's making something happen. He saved them. And then he did do make he made a comeback. And I think he just showed up, you know, at the very end, even though he'd been kicked out, he just showed up and says, We're gonna we're gonna fix this. I mean he he'd been sort of kicked out and then he came back on his own. Well, here's where you just have to be careful. Uh-huh. We're looking in this context as the main character. So this is gonna be stuff that's personal. Mm -hmm. As opposed to what's going on in the big picture. The big uh -huh. picture might require actions or might require decisions. Just reacting in a way. But reacting. when, yeah. you know, he, okay, so for instance, he's told to shoot his dog, which is obviously a very big personal moment for him. Mm -hmm. How does he approach it? Well, by not doing it, it depends on how you sort of see inaction, which is also a choice. He makes a choice. Well, certainly. He's yeah. going to make a choice. So, I mean, that's he not the issue. That's not the issue. Michael that's Kane. not what you're... Right. He points he the gun at He basically oh, turns, right. the, turns the gun on to Michael Caine. So is that an action? Or... It he sure didn't, isn't he change, didn't pull the trigger. It doesn't change him anything but internally. He, but for I me, mean, story action would be you pull the trigger and then there's a consequence. But, I think, yeah, but that's no? the story action. Oh, okay. As opposed to what the main character is oh, okay. dealing okay. with. Okay, you're talking about how he... You told me I have to kill my dog. I don't want to kill a dog, so I'll kill you. Uh-huh. Okay, you want the action? I'll give you the action, but where it's directed, it's going to be, I'm moving the cannon this way. Right, and, oh, way. right. and that's an action because that's a power play, and it's it's not, a, it's not an empty action. It's saying, it's a well, threat. It's a threat. Guy, it's a threat, yeah, though, I mean, and it's, it's saying, you I mean, have to deal with it's me. Where, it's, where the over, it's where the big picture and the personal are intersecting. Yeah. So, it's, the, the other moments would be, um, when he pulls up in the car after he's been kicked out and he picks a fight with his his uh, stepfather and he's about to get out of the car to get into the fight and circumstance stops that but the fact he's going to take out all his frustrations and the fact he just got kicked out by trying to beat up his, mm -hmm. his father-in-law that's an action yeah i think even at the end of the joyride after he lets his mates out it's another action that he yeah. plows oh, yeah. into the police car. Yeah. Instead of running Instead over of the running. cat or whatever it was. Yeah. 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 But you know, he lets his guys out. He's like, I'll take care of this. Oh. And then he floors it into the cop car. Save the cat, right. save the dog, save the baby. He's saving yeah. everything. Yeah. <laughs> so I, think, I think too in the scene where he doesn't shoot the dog. Yeah. Were he a beer, he would have to repress all of his feelings. Yeah. Change who he is in order to pull the trigger. And he yeah. clearly does not do that. Yeah. He's not giving up the internal, his internal life. Yeah. 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 That he makes refuses sense. to budge there. It's the same thing with the train thing. It's like I'm. You can run up, run me over, whatnot, but I'm not going to give it up because it would change who he thinks he he sees himself. Mm -hmm. So he definitely doesn't seem to try to work it out internally but see he i think his, his whole arc is that he he is a doer he's a street punk kind of doer but but the the pardon me. but the but pardon me sandy um i'm so i'm gonna post a question on stack overflow about that date conversion because okay. i can't quite get it right if you can just when you get home just check to see if there are any activations that need to be done yeah. thanks um right and the arc is, or the argument, the beer argument is, you know, taking action is fine, but you've got to be a gentleman first. 
Mm. You, you, the argument is be this kingsman, be this gentleman, be this mannered person first, mm -hmm. and then you can kick out ass all you want. Okay. And that's that's what the final scene demonstrates. I take right action, right targeted action, rather than just kind well, of being, you know, well, the, the argument right. is be you know, first, acting out. do second. Instead of acting out with the wrong target, well, you act on I target. I mean, it's sort of there's there's a right way and a wrong way to do mm -hmm. things. Do, do it the right way. Be mm -hmm. you know use the whatever the the moral compass or the guidelines yeah. of yeah. gentlemanly behavior. Yeah. You know, he walks in, he sits down in the chair. You know, and he says like, okay, so it's okay to sit in the chair, but you should ask first. Yeah. You know, you want to sit fine, but you a gentlemanly Perfect thing example. is to ask if you may sit. Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. so it's not really trying to change who he is in that yeah. regard, but it needs to be put into a context that is appropriate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was say, also in terms of the, the being thing, the, when they leave the fight that they don't have at the beginning, I can't remember the exact words, but he says something like, losers. They're un he's uncomfortable who he is. Mm -hmm. And then later, Galahad says to him, you don't need to change your grammar. You just have to be comfortable in your own skin to be a gentleman. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And then he puts on the suit at the end, and he's like, I like what I see. <laughs> mm -hmm. And it's like you can see the... Transformation. Mm -hmm. Well, the yeah. difference, yeah. And then, of course, after the transformation is complete, you know, him grabbing the champagne and, you know, playing the debonair, mm -hmm. you know, rescuing the princess, <laughs> so to speak. That's an action. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, but again, I think that doesn't really a, have to do with his personal issues at that point. That's all dealt. That's all resolved. Um, main character problem-solving style, uh, linear or... Holistic, uh, linear being looking at cause and effect, following clues to to reach a goal, um, or taking steps. Holistic is understanding things based on their relationship to other things, um, finding balance. So I think this is a pretty clear one, but um. it's linear. But I'm okay. trying to. It's linear, and I. I think it's as simple as uh, we've I, we've I've got to help at the very end. It's like I've got to help save this. I'm going to go to the castle and offer myself up to save. Stepdad, look at I'm right, drive to the, look right at the beginning. I got myself in trouble. I got to get out of card, yeah. make oh, jail yeah. free. Mm -hmm. I'll call it in. I have no idea what the con, you know, what what it's going to cost me or anything, but. I can get out of it, or this guy pissed me off, I'm going to steal his keys and have some fun. You know, it's like, he knows where it's going to go, <laughs> but he doesn't, he's not, he's not concerned about the costs to himself, mm -hmm. but he knows if I take this and run into the police car, it's just going to make things worse, eh, you know. <laughs> But also, when, when, when he sees all the weapons and all the gadgets, it's like, oh, what does this do? What does this do? What's the cause? What's the effect? Or what's the effect? You know, um, uh, and he employs them. Um, uh, I had another example. In my well, the other exa another really good example is when he figures out when uh, Arthur is oh. about to poison him. Mark, right. I was going to say, when he sees the scar on Michael Caine. Mm. Cause, effect. Yeah. You know. So it's like, and he takes action. He swaps, he switches them as opposed to any other thing, ways of doing it? No, I'm not going to drink that or blah 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 blah. Does what he does, you know. That's his approach. That's his approach. It's his mm -hmm. preferred approach. 
Okay, so linear. What about story driver? Do actions drive decisions or decisions drive actions and why? The inciting incident had something to do with the Mark Hamill character. Uh, um, what exactly was the inciting I incident? I don't think they show it. Um, right? Well, yeah, there I, is. It's funny because I'm in the same boat. I can name the others. It's when his head blows up. Hamill's head blows up? Well, yeah. Oh, well, no. actually, the first one is really when Galahad gets killed. Not Galahad. Uh, Lancelot. Lancelot. Lancelot is killed. That's that's when pretty much things get started. I mean, right. because yeah. they're... But, but for certain, it's when um, uh, the professor's head blows up. See, I, I wouldn't say it's when the... That, that's first to second act. Probably yeah. Yeah, but I think it's when what's his, I do think it's when what's his name gets killed. Oh, I was I was actually thinking it's when 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 the professor gets kidnapped, even though we don't see it, because that sends the guys there. But that doesn't it really doesn't affect the, you know, the Kingsman and mm -hmm. you know where our protagonist and all that's sort of that's set up. Okay. When Sam Jackson arrives at the the chateau or whatever you know, uh, and basically brings the professor under his wing. I mean that kind of sets things and whatever his role. I don't even know if it explained why he was so important. Yeah, because but he they was using his theory as the basis for his rationale for doing what he wanted to do. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know the, okay, the, the Gaia kind of vague, theory right. where you know the the infestation that humans are infesting the Earth and it's global warming. That that whole idea was sort of attributed to him. They didn't. They they sort of alluded to it, but they didn't go into the theory at that point. You find out later what his theory was. Okay. But that's... That's a little, that's a little I'm a fan story. of your you know, your work. It's like, uh, okay, well, then we don't find out too much later, because it's a, that's the mystery, mm -hmm. is finding out what are they doing and why are they doing it. Well, that's the first... That's that first connection point, when they, they've kidnapped him for... Um, He's the first person we know of that's actually brought into the fold. We don't see the actual kidnapping, but we do see the foiled rescue. Mm -hmm. And the foiled rescue is what brings in brings in the Kingsman with the, the protagonists and the antagonists basically meet at that point. Mm -hmm. That's what starts the story. Who, who was the first? That was, that was them. That's Valentine's was, group. Right. Remember, Valentine is Valentine. outside waiting at the door, but um, before <coughs> Valentine got there, you had um, yeah, Lancelot comes in and looks like he's foiling it, then he gets foiled. Uh, yeah, literally. Um, and then finally reveal okay, uh, who's at the door, but... Um, That's why the girl was already was, inside. Right. Okay. That wasn't her. It was actually um, Valentine at the door. At the door. But she was already inside. Okay. Right, she was with bad guys. Because she's one of the bad guys. Yeah. I think the uh, what initiates the uh, third act um, is the beginning of the countdown. Uh, I mean, Michael Caine dies and everything, but but it's actually seeing the phone. Uh, oh, the countdown has started. We've got to rush. You know? Well, they, yeah. They, essentially, they kill the... Uh, oh, right, right. Michael, right. Well, they kill... Um, isn't that... Well, it's sort of that whole thing, but when the countdown starts, that's really yeah, that, 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 that does bring about the, the third climax. climax. I think then, I think it started a little before that. I think once they killed um, Harry, Harry, yeah, 
the test, mm -hmm. the successful test and killing the Kingsmen was all that was needed before you go into the final chapter. Okay. Yeah. And I mm -hmm. think that just, the, you know, in terms of what plot advances during that point, not a whole lot. There's just big set pieces. You know, you know, run in, run back, run in, yeah. back, you know, Holy they have all these different things going on, but they're all sort of about launching the attack, mm -hmm. you know, with little delays and then little setbacks and then pushing it forward, but it's all really still going, story-wise, it's still sort of headed down that same path. But the concluding incident is killing the antagonist. Right. That's when it's over. Yeah. Um, okay, so are we so action. We are looking at actions, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I, I think that's what we're getting. It didn't look like there were any really decisions that were changing things at that. Um, I mean, a good example would have been if it was more decision-driven than Exy's choice to stay or go would have been the decide. Could have been a, a turning point. But it was not a choice that he. Mm -hmm. It's like I, I'm I'm going to choose, but I already chose when I turned it around, and you, you know, mm -hmm. you're poisoned yourself, and you're going to kill yourself. So mm -hmm. it wasn't an issue of, of decision. It was really a matter of action. Or or if it was somehow turned on on the world leader's decision to join up with Valentine, but that really wasn't. Right. No, it wasn't there. That, that wasn't it, the drive. No, we didn't see that. You can you can apply those choices, those decisions based on the actions. Hmm. Um, okay. Uh, story limit. Uh, uh, time lock or option lock? Oh, like a time lock. Now this is for the. This is what brings the story to a climax, starting at the beginning of the story to the end, not looking at the little time lock at the end, which you saw wasn't really a li limit because they said, like oh, we're going to move it forward. Oh, true. we're going to stop it. Oh, so it really well, wasn't a time Well, maybe that was more. Gosh, that was a an option lock with a lot of clocks. Right. Well, well, this clock's over here. We got this other clock. There's another option. Well, you'll find that when it's an option lock, everybody's going to be sort of aware of time. It's going to feel like you're running out of time, but it's not a specific time. A time lock is a very specific either deadline or amount of time that yeah. cannot be changed. Because if you change it, it's not a lock. Yeah. That's, that's the important part. It's the lock part is just as important as the time or option that's before it. You don't say you get three wishes. Oh, no, you can have an extra one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can have an extra one. And suddenly, it's not really a limit. It's not a lock. It's not a lock. Mm -hmm. And when you reach it, that's what brings the crisis. It doesn't end the movie. Mm -hmm. It brings or the story. It brings us to the crisis point. That's when <coughs> things need to be worked at, resolved. <coughs> Everything is in place, and all right, work it out. You know. <laughs> Interact. All right. Um, so, yeah, option lock. What are the options? What What do we have? Well, look, you look on the antagonist side, he, he has to, you know, um, actually, let me think this through. His on. hand on the, the um, yeah. No, that's no. not a, that's, that's, that's more prerequisites. Well, the end, there's a couple. At the end, there's mm. destroy the, destroy the satellite, and then it's keep his hand off, of it, make sure he doesn't touch the thing again, and then it turns into. And then but the protagonists are not trying, see, this is where, you're looking at it from the antagonist point of view, is not a good idea because the antagonist wants the consequence, yeah. not is not the the, the goal. Mm -hmm. The protagonist wants the goal. So, 
you know, what is it that the Kingsmen are after? Well, they don't know what his plan is until the... It takes them a long time to figure out what the plan is. That's not the goal. The goal is just to prevent him Remember, from enacting his plan. Ultimately, right? they may wanted to get that point, but they know there's a plan that right after right after we have that little backstory part at the beginning with mm-hmm. with Exy as a child. People are dis- leaders are disappearing, and they've kidnapped this guy. And heads are blowing up, so they know right. that consequence. Who's doing this and why? So it's more of a mystery. Well, yeah, yeah. that's what they're trying to figure out. And Valentine seems to be connected. How is he connected to it? And what is he doing? And what's and you know, say, what are these pieces, things that are happening? What do they have to do with it? How do they fit into the picture? It's the unraveling of a puzzle or a mystery that mm-hmm. seems to be, and, they, and there seem to be fewer and fewer puzzle pieces mm-hmm. that are, you know, they, they seem to be getting a lot more information until suddenly they know, crap, here's what's going on, and they mm-hmm. still don't necessarily know why until really, t- really toward the end. Mm-hmm. So you're saying the options are unraveling a mystery? I'd say it's not that, it's not that, it's not that, it must be right. that. Right, something's going yeah. on, who's involved, what are they doing, why are they doing it, and what does it all mean, you know? Mm-hmm. And once you know that, it's like, holy crap, and by the time they figured that out, it's already in the process of happening. Right. The countdown has started because that is when, right? That happens right after um, Arthur kind of tells the, what's the you know all the rest of the stuff that we didn't know. Merlin is the one actually Merlin, who, yeah, no, who, yeah. who who basically yeah. lays out. Well, here are our options. We can destroy that satellite. They'll give us two more hours. You need to get to the mainframe. But that's only them. for the last part. Okay. That's just that's that's like okay. Now we know essentially all of the pieces. Here are the prerequisites and the requirements in order to achieve that final goal. So they they put a whole bunch of those packed at the very end, and pretty much got rid of a, most of the main character and influence character stuff because they packed that really heavily in the first three quarters of the movie. And then there was only one option at the very end, Eggsy. Eggsy had only one option left, was to go back in there and get his last option. Right, which is to, is the, all, the last thing is basically to foil the villain. But that's, remember, the lock brings you to the climax. And, and that's when it, it's all over. The climax is when the final confrontation, and that's what happens, and it's, it's over. At the end of that, it's over. So it definitely appears to be an option lock. Um, how about outcome, success or failure? Success. And why do we know it's a success? They prevented the yeah. They prevented the disaster, and their their overarching goal was to prevent the disaster. Right, right. Okay. And um, any that they prevented the you know the bulk of the the population from killing its each other. Right. The, yeah. the, and once once you finally eventually know, it's revealed the degree to which. The plan is they succeeded at each point they weren't really aware of exactly what it was but they were kind of you know had a sense of it but you know yeah. stepping back you go oh this is 
we've seen the movie. We know where it ends. We can say, oh, it's a, it's world, the, the end of the world. They're trying to stop it. It's success. You but, know. you know, I thought that was a little weak uh, on the writer's part or whoever put that together because the protagonists were, the protagonists were in the dark. So we as the viewers know because we know the genre and... And they sort of knew in a tongue-in-cheek way because they are in the movie with this kind of movie that has the, the fate of the world. But they didn't really know. They just walked into the antagonist plan, uh, plan all the time, and then go, "Oh, okay. Well, I guess it's that." They, they have a map on the wall. Oh, they did. Oh, the I missed red that. Spreading. Yeah. And what was that? That was, was that that? The, this the cell coverage or the damage. Oh, coverage. but before they knew that, before the massacre in the church, they didn't know anything. They were just no. walking in. So for for me, they looked pretty weak because they weren't using. Their analyses, like in a really good mystery, where you're actually thinking well, things it's, through. You know, it's not really a mystery. Yeah, it's yeah. more of a caper movie. Yeah, it's right. Fun. Yeah, it's See, more of a caper. Thing. It's, yeah. it's a, it's very lightweight. Yeah. Apart it was more like the, wink, wink. This of, is the genre. Yes. I yeah. mean, but like Jason Bourne, he's a true hero for me because he figured it out. He figures this shit out. You know. Right, but that's but not it's different, what this movie a different is. Genre. This is yeah. a comedy. Yeah. 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 This is an action comedy. Yeah. Okay. Jason Bourne. Not, not an a com- comedy, not a comedy, right? So <laughs> comedies tend to be light. Yeah. Even though this had some pretty amazingly <laughs> graphic <laughs> violence, mm-hmm. it was still, in a certain context, kind of funny. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the brutality of that scene in the church essentially made the comic elements that much funnier yeah. because it it. You know, comedies tend to have a very fairly narrow range, but when you drop in some really heavy drama or, or things that are considered drama at, outside of the context of that world by the audience, it gives it a this floor drops further so that mm-hmm. the lighter parts are much lighter and more entertaining. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a you know you lose some of your audience that won't go to see that kind of a movie, mm-hmm. but you also gain a, a depth of humor that you can't get without going to those places that you don't go. Mm-hmm. And in our culture, it just happens to be, because things have gotten PC, going that violent in the context of a sort of a, not a light comedy, but a pretty fairly light comedy, you know, tongue in cheek, gave it a gravitas that made it very unusual. It also did one thing that I thought was very interesting because once you had um, Galahad, that's right, that's Harry, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Galahad do what he did. There was no way for him to be recovered in the context of the genre of the film. Mm-hmm. You couldn't have him continue in the story because of how negative he was. Mm-hmm. So it really, at that point, it required him to be killed. Which of course is kind of one of the beats that happens in a certain formula that Hollywood's in love with right now. Um, but it's it's fine. But it, but you know they sort of put him in a position from an audience point of view where they he could not be rescued story wise. That he had to be killed. I mean, because if he didn't, nobody the rest of the story would have fallen apart. It would have been. You're a mass murderer, and you're just walking around now. You're telling him and joking and stuff. It's like no, no, no. No, and Harry was pretty much always the serious character. He was always played very seriously. If they needed something serious to be, you know, the serious parts of the 
of the plot, meaning the, the uh, Valentine's plot, were revealed through him. You know, which was not you know not an accident. And it by doing that, him stepping into that and then doing that really basically heinous act. He couldn't recover, and so they were smart. They didn't try to recover. They used it as a way to get rid of him in a perfect uh, moment for having the mass, uh, the, the effect on Exe, who was, through the miracle of technology, given the opportunity to watch the whole thing from his perspective. So it was a really, you know, it was, a, I thought it was very well done, because I, I was watching that going, how the hell are they going to get him out of this? They just dug his grave. And they didn't. They, they, they put him in it. So it was a very smart move, I think, story-wise. Because it would have, doing, not doing that would have broken the story from a reception point of view, not from a story-forming point of view, but from a reception. You know, you don't have, it's like having something going along and then you have scenes from, you know, um, Hitler and, and burning Jews, and then, oh, we go back to the funny stuff. It's like, no, 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 you know, you, you, yeah. you don't do that. I mean, that's, you've got to wipe that away, and by killing him, they essentially, they wiped it away. They didn't wipe away the plot point, but they got rid of the source. So that was really... I was expecting him to kill himself, uh, but then that, I mean, because I, I, I thought... But then I guess the, the film isn't really about that. No, and it wasn't uh, his story, and it wasn't yeah. that kind of... That would have yeah. taken in a completely a different, different direction. Different theme, a different... Yeah. And the, the, the downside to that was, by having that shocking scene, is that when it came to the big... Everybody killing themselves, it looked really lightweight. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, the only thing that looked like it was... Like there's someone could die was mom going to chop up her yeah. baby. Yeah. Everybody else is just you know in a brawl fight. Yeah, <laughs> they're not stabbing and poking and shooting and doing mm -hmm. everything that they saw. You know we saw I, in that one little. I don't see. I don't think that's a downside. I, I, no no no. It's 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 not a downside in the sense that um, it makes the credibility of the story at that point just the you know it's like okay you're playing it light here. And right. I think they had to because that's what the movie is like. The whole movie is like that, you know, having the 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 uh, McDonald's for the meal and and even when and she when she cuts the guy in half, it's a bloodless, <laughs> you know, parting. It's not the Red Sea, right? It's just sort of bloop, you know, two halves fall apart. Yeah. Um, so it's pretty bloodless up until that one scene, and it's pretty much only in that scene for the most part. So, I mean, it was, they had to. That's, they, yeah. they just decided to go down that one path just to show how bad it could be mm -hmm. to put the risk. And then they didn't need to go there again. They certainly <laughs> didn't need to show it again. Just have a bunch yeah. of heads. Um, but even that's well, done in, like, rainbow color. In, I know. Like, it's with, with so the music. I know. Well, right. It's very cartoonish. It's very cartoonish. Except for the last guy. The last one, the last who was one the, just did, yeah. sleazebag, you, who you wanted to just, he was such an ass, point. you know, you really didn't mind having him splatter all over the place. It was gross, but the other one, these little rainbow <laughs> nuclear bomb, you know, those are, were two music, you know, it was pretty funny. Yeah. And that is absolutely in, in style with the story. Um, da, 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 da. Anyway. Mm -hmm. 
Beethoven. Um, I think that was the song. No, it's We're Having a Baby. No, I mean, it's, it's uh, Pop and Circumstance. Yeah. Oh, Pop and Circumstance. I was just say, We're it. Having a Baby. That's yes. when, you know, oh, graduation. Gosh. That's yeah. just oh, gotcha. what's up, what we always did. All right. <laughs> but it's Pop and Circumstance. All right. Okay, Judgment, good or bad? And this has to do with more or less is Eggsy or is the, the inequity in the story resolved or is it kind of left hanging? Good. That's good. That's good. That's Jim. And. Nothing else, the very last scene with yeah. him smiling, and he's like, yep, I'm in a really good place here. Yeah. He's protecting his mother. Yeah. He's in a position to protect his now mother. He's yeah. Now he's going to protect his mother. Yeah. And he's got a good job, comes with a house. Yes. Yep. And uh, the world is a safer place again. And uh, yeah, so. so yeah, absolutely. Um, so now what we want to do is we want to take the four through lines, these four through lines, and then map them to the domains. Um, it's sort of a one-to-one -one correspondence. The uh, rules are if you, the main character and influence character are going to be a dynamic pair, which means they're going to be on diagonals to each other, and the overall story and relationships are going to be in diagonals. So when you pick one, you, you automatically know where the other one is. Um, so anybody have any thoughts as to, let me try where Harry would be? I think he's in a situation. Harry's the well, kid. No, Harry is the. Uh, oh. oh, Harry. Always Harry. be a gentleman. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Be a gentleman first. Mm -hmm. What? Oh, all oh, right. Harry's like. Manners make a man. To be fixed. Yeah. That's pretty much a fixed attitude. Yeah. And if there, if you go, if you if you've seen it before, you pick up on these things. They're mm -hmm. really overt about it. But it's you know he's talking about the manners. It's like it's not your. He doesn't say situation, but your um, circumstances, circumstances, or where you yeah. know, it's like not where you grew up or yeah. where you were born, or that's not your problem. Mm -hmm. You know, that's not where you. It's in yeah. that scene, that same scene when he's you know they're talking about it's your the, attitude. The well, he's yeah, he was saying about yeah. a gentleman is not from where you know you can come from wherever you want. Right. It's you know it's what your attitude is essentially. Mm -hmm. So if, if Harry is the who's the influence character is an attitude that put Eggsy mm -hmm. the main character in situation, which starts off by his his father died. Yeah. Right. He lost his father. And he lost his father Son of the in relationship to the Kingsman as well. So it's tied in backstory to the main story, mm -hmm. which is why the connecting point is Harry <coughs> and you know, so he's Harry has one foot in each, and Exy just has a one foot in one of them, and then he's brought in by, by Harry, as yeah. a guardian character. Yes, although he's brought in, he's, Harry sets up the potential with the, the locket and the promise, right? Okay. And then if Exy executes the promise, which brings him in. To the, the the sort of intro, the introductions are made at that point. Even though Harry's already been watching him, he's looked at he's looked at his career. He's kept basically been sort of a guardian yeah. character yeah. Mm -hmm. in his backstory. Um, but uh, so he already knew exactly what his life situation was, um, and he's as he said, he's always been trying to atone. sort of make atone for that. Mistake that he had made that and his, that his, Exy's father was the one who paid for it mm -hmm. by jumping on the bomb. The, the guy who blew himself up. Yeah. I was going to say too. Exy looks at the world as um, 
situational. You were born with a silver suppository right. where you are. I'm here because my mom didn't want me to go into the Marines, because my dad died, you know, that kind of thing. He, he, he sees his life as built or defined by your, your circumstances. Class, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now we just need to know where the relationship and the overall story are. Kind of an easy one. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, pretty... uh, I'm going to actually ask. I'm sorry, I don't know your name. What is Deanna. Your name? Deanna. Deanna. And uh-huh. do you have Dramatica, or are you yeah. familiar with it? Okay. Yeah. So, with the uh, main character growth, stop or start. He's a change character. So this basically means Exe will either be the kind of person who has a chip on his shoulder <laughs> or who has a hole in his heart. And which would you imagine him to be? He has a chip on his shoulder. I mean, I think if they were saying this, I don't know if you are in the room, but I said, remember that point? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I wasn't. So, so that means, what that means in terms of choices, that means that the relationship between the main character and the overall story is they're going to be in a companion relationship, which mm-hmm. is, I think, where everybody was trying going to put the overall story in the activity, basically, you know, taking over the world, cleaning the world of all the virus, mm-hmm. the human virus, through for violence. Competing for the next... Right, so that would put our overall story and activity and the relationship down in here in psychology or manipulation, which you see it's not one-sided either, because mm-hmm. you have Exy trying to play Harry as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, now we, were, we need to go over to our big map on the wall and talk about the concerns. Um, actually, if you want, I think we can probably just do this um, by going to the the, the software. Uh, so if for the chip on the shoulder, that means he has to stop being such yeah, a simple of himself? Yeah, when, okay. in order for him to change, he needs to learn to, to stop his bad behavior, to okay. step back. All right. You know, he's always doing so. He's always taking that things mm-hmm. one step too far. And he mm-hmm. needs to learn to, like, you know, just don't steal those keys. Just, mm-hmm. you know, you have, the, you have the impulse to do it. You know better. Just stop, mm-hmm. you know. Um, a start character is one who holds back, and they need to learn to step up to the plate. Mm-hmm. You know, they see something going on, but they don't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they know they should, but they don't. You know, he's just like, look, all you have to do is just say something. Mm-hmm. Do a little something. All right. So let us uh, start the software. Very noisy overhead. Oh, I guess you can't. Uh, I'm just going to do it off the. Okay. Cut down the light a little bit. Drop it down. That's sweet. Come on. Really pretty. Okay, hold on. Detect. No different than you know. Don't what? look at it. You, I, I, if I look at it, I might get kind of, a, kind of an epileptic reaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to be careful not to look yeah. at certain flickering things. Well, no, it's coming back. Hold on. There we go. There we go. So, all right, let's. Uh, here we said our maybe a change stop 
Endure, Linear, Action, Option Lock, Success, Good, and the overall story is Activity. Alright, and uh, this is, uh, I thought it was King's Men, but it's King's Man. Hmm? I don't know why. It does. Alright, so um, let's go to our theme browser. And now what we want to do is we want to, to um, pick our concerns. So the way it works is if you pick, let me see this in a bit. Um, so when you pick, you see each domain has four concerns. And when you pick one of them for one of the through lines, this is the main character, for instance. It also would be picking the same quadrant in the others. So if you pick the past, it would also be understanding the overall story, memory in the um, influence character, and developing a plan for the relationship. Uh, same thing, how things are changing would be doing impulsive responses and playing a role. The present comes with gathering information or learning contemplation and conceiving idea. The last one, the future, obtaining innermost desires and changing one's nature. So, does anybody have a um, a suggestion for what they like, or ones that they think are absolutely not it? You, can, you know, you can pick based on what you want or what you rule out. Either way it works. I see smirks and grins, but I don't hear anything. The thing that jumped out to me most. Uh, Prominently was the in the relationship. It was all about transforming. Um, you know, it was all about becoming, changing one's nature. And really, seemed that that was the driving concern of that relationship. So, okay. That's a, and you know, this is, hmm? isn't it the being doing? We're picking concerns now. Yeah. Impulsive responses in progress. Or how things you make the argument. Uh, I don't have I don't have a story form in my head, so I'm not I'm not. I mean, I'm not 100% sure with the overall story because obviously I can see a team, but I just like playing a role, which is you know being. I like impulsive responses because he's cool and calm, collected when it comes to anything. And for Exe, I just liked the threat with his stepfather relations. Um, the threat for how things are changing? Yeah, see, that's the thing is, I would have a hard time arguing how things are changing for him, but. So they seem to be pretty static. Yeah. But I mean, that's. Now, that is focusing on. Like, part situation. Of right. I mean, that's that's his situation is, is pretty stuck. So. Well, he, he, he now, when he's now in training, I mean, he's, he left, he ran away from hell. Right now he's in a new school. He's. That's changing the situation. Well, but is that his? Is that learn? I think the training is part of the overall story. I think that's one. I think that's one of your signposts. Um, it's a pretty clear signpost. You know, you have basically all of the training and, and learning what's going on, sort of all happening around the same time. I mean, though, I, yeah, I think. Progress doing, playing a role, impulsive responses are really strong, but I, I feel like they're more of a benchmark that you, you see a lot of it, 
but I, I feel like his personal story is framed more by what's his future going to be. Because, you know, uh, uh, Harry points out, well, let's see, you um, you got great scores, but, you know, you joined the Marines, you didn't stick with it, but, you know, and, and, and it all uh, uh, represents, you know, yes, it, it does speak to where is he going in life, but I think it speaks more specifically to what is his future. What what what, what is your future? And, 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 uh, um, uh, um, and, and we're going to do something about that future. Um, I think the innermost desires for on Harry's part has some has to do, I think, with his guilt over his father's death, uh, which seem I, I think drives him as an impact character. Um, and then the obtaining is just you know, you know, the, the whole antagonist goal is to call the, the the what do you what term do you use call the yeah, uh, call. the populate population, you know, so basically wipe out losing you know billions of people I, I presume and keeping just and the, the chosen few, and yeah. But I think that, to me, sounds more like the means, not the end. Oh, well, the culling is, remember, what he was talking about is there's, there's an infection, mm -hmm. and it's growing, and it's either eventually going to kill the host or, the, or the, uh, the infection will win or the host will win. Either way, the infection loses, and the humans being in the infection. But it's, it's not, it doesn't seem to be the end of his plan, it's sort of like, there's a large plan, this is the first step in it before you have the new new beginning or whatnot. Okay, but I... I Cause he, doesn't, he doesn't seem to be... I mean, yeah, but, but he does have a list, so he has a list of things to obtain, but it doesn't seem like... That seems almost... If he was the main character, if he was the protagonist, then I could easily see that. Mm -hmm. I don't see that. We see that an awful lot of it, it seems a lot more in the... Learning what the plan is, and then even Valentine is also learning who Galahad is. There's a lot of that, and and then you have the character being gathering for all the trainees. Trainees. Mm -hmm. right? So that's a big what, signpost. Are we talking about the theme of the overall story now, or the main character? We well, it depends on which through line. If you're looking at at uh -huh. gathering information, that's in the activity, activity. domain, so that would be in the uh -huh. overall story. If you're looking at either how mm -hmm. things are changing or the future, that would be in the main character. So um, we need to identify a theme for each area right now. Right, but they're always doing? going to be in the same quadrant. So if you see the colors oh, okay. there, okay. if you pick the yellow oh, one, it's the yellow one. The all ones have to be linked. Yes. So if you picked past, then for for Exy, that means understanding would be in the overall story. Memory would be in Harry's uh. through line, Floyd's character through line. And the relationship would be about developing a plan. Can you move down from the overall story, down a level? Keeping in mind that all four in each group mm -hmm, play linked. a role. Yeah. They're signposts or benchmarks. It really seems that the problem is oh, yeah. okay. the Earth is out of control. And this, is, this virus is out of control. So to me, I'm, I'm getting at least trying to control. Well, but, but not only that, but that's, un, uh, that's underneath uh, self-interest. which, it is, which uh, It's a big, a big issue about what's... Yeah, the good, good of the few as opposed to the good of the right. The self-interest versus morality comes the, so that's the big, I think, thematic. Those thematically come through the most for me in the overall story, which would make it entertaining. I, I don't know. I'm, I just think it's how things are changing, doing impulsive responses, and playing a role. And with, and with whoever else said that, because uh, I mean, this is, has to do with aligning the main character's journey with 
what kind of human beings do we want to be? What is the future of our race? Uh, and can we break out of our past and our fixed class system, our past faults, and can we become a better version of ourselves with better manners? And so maybe, I, I don't know, and you have to do that. And you, can we overcome our impulsive, violent responses and become mm -hmm. actually controlled and civilized? We have to play a role, we have to become civilized, we're not beasts, we become civilized right. by playing a role of a more civilized class. And you have to do something about it, you can't just avoid it. Well, uh, you're going to see, yeah. you're going to see all of those. Uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I the think question those four is, are linked, those are the ones, I think those are the, the predominant The question ones. is, which ones do you see, which four do you see yeah. all through the story, all of the time? Because that's the difference between a concern and uh -huh. a signpost, which is the focus of during a particular act. act. Right. Oh, okay, so, so we're you're going to see all about of signposts. We're, we're talking about all the time. We're talking about the concerns, right. All the time. Yeah, we're talking about it all the time. So you're going to see all of those. But the, what you want to see is which one is going to be consistent. There are going to be two different things that are going to be consistent at this level um, in each through line. One of them is going to be the center of focus where it looks like the problem is coming from, yeah, and that's the concern. Uh -huh. The other one is going to be the benchmark, which is the measure against which you evaluate how mm -hmm. far along toward that concern are you, are you making progress. Uh -huh. Okay. Um, so, uh, and, and all, all of those, all of the terms on that level serve uh -huh. like triple and quadruple duty because yeah. they're, they're, you know, they're, 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 well, just, just leave it at that. Yes. <laughs> so that's why um, it's, it's a little hard to. Thank you, being quiet. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's obtaining those desires because, um, and a lot of it is because I feel like um, Valentine has a goal that he wants to. That that's what he's going for, and I feel like what we're seeing in terms of the OS throughout a lot of this is trying to get information about what's going on. He's trying to get everyone, I think. Um, I think the changing one's nature in the relationship really stands out simply because he's saying you have it in you, you simply don't do it. Um, the innermost desires I like because I feel like closure is very strong for, the, mm -hmm. for Harry Hart. He wants to take care of um, he wants to take care of Eggsy because mm -hmm. he opened this wound that he needs to close it. Um, and even denial, where he's a little bit in denial, he has trouble with is Eggsy a choice or not? Which I think falls under denial a little bit. Um, and then future, it's funny, it's like Eggsy has no future, is sort of what I see. But I, I'm I almost feel like what I see for future stands out more as a signpost when wondering whether or not. Mm -hmm. But but that makes it a signpost and not the, not the concern. Right. Um, but I really don't see uh, present. I don't see changing. I don't see past really, except when they talk about all the things he's failed at. I mean, they, they show they show a scene from the past, and so that's probably going to be the first signpost. What are you talking about? You mean the opening? That's well, backstory. The kid, as the kid. The that's backstory. backstory. That's the, you can oh, cut yeah, that off. Story. Oh, okay. You can get rid of that and it so doesn't change the story at all. All it does is explain 
Harry's motivation. Okay. And how you and it, and it sets up the and who they are. And it sets up the the um, get out of jail free card. Okay. That's yeah. all it is. Okay. It's it's just a it's a framework context to understand. You know why Exy's father is dead. And what it was, and that he was, and setting it up so that you know, because otherwise it would be this reveal that oh, he was a Kingsman too, and it's like, you know, he was your father, you know. That I was like, oh god, this, movie, this, this is a movie that makes no allusions to Star Wars. No, well, not, not, <laughs> but not only that, but it's also, you know, I have expected him to say, you know, in eight years you'll have your own starship, because <laughs> um, he had the same conversation with him that Pike had with her, two thousand. Um, that's my thing. I'm with you. I think it's those four that you just said. The, the gray area. Those There's four. only one area left in the movie. For the theme. For the well, you mean we, we have no one's face past understanding past memories. Right. Yeah. Right. I don't think the whole story is about that. You certainly have it. There are definitely a signpost of memory. There's a, a signpost of, of the past. And you certainly have... I wouldn't be surprised if uh, the benchmark... in conditioning huh? for the overall story. Hmm? Instinct and conditioning. I don't. Not for no. the whole thing. No. I don't think. I mean, again, There's I could. We're doing I could. All the different concerns that we should probably just throw that. Through. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I can easily see that as an act. I don't see it as the whole. The whole story. I mean, to me, there is a really. There is a big. Um, there is a big difference. You know, I. I couldn't see either, doing or obtaining. Easily, the reason I can see um, doing is that it influences character impulsive responses, you know, confidence, worry, value, and worth. You know, yeah. that is a huge thematic aspect of Harry, pretty much all along, as well as, you know, he is totally, completely calm under pressure, and that has one of those. Those I think it has a very strong influence on Exy. But is yeah. that is, is that more his is that more him in the overall story function? That he's, he's it always might in be. It he's might be. Always, yeah. I, I think I think that might be. the the actual reason I thought it would be up there was like their first conversation. The kids just basically give him excuses for why he is the way he is. You know, mm -hmm. That's just how he grew up. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking like either expectation or cause or something like. It's just like. Yeah, but I don't see that excuses for why he was the way that he was. You know? Right, but that's that's not a consistent argument. I, don't think. I only saw it first three minutes. Oh, you haven't seen, I've seen it three times, but the oh, third no. time last night was only the first. Oh, oh, oh! Yeah, so that's for, that's the part that's fresh in your yeah. head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know the thing too that like looking at the below, I feel like self self interest really stands out, but so does attitude and approach. Um, attitude being sort of he picks his the royal people are either with him or not. Very much an, an attitude thing. Um, a lot of I, I, well, I think the training of the of the candidates also has. There's a lot of yeah. I think attitude approach is a lot stronger than morality and self interest. First, personally, yeah. Um, and I think you know when you're looking at the tra when you're looking at changing was nature, which is the argument. That's where you get that whole thing about rationalization. You're making excuses. And that's a that's a relationship oh. thing, you know. Yeah. Um, and commitment and responsibility and, and I felt responsible for you and you've got to make that all commitment big. you know the you barely you just got out of there and you just threw all the you know your commitments out the what what is that about you know 
Um, Overrun. Dog. Yeah. Over your, <laughs> you know, but that's a good. See, that's a good private moment for, for the impact character in terms of impulsive desires. In the yeah. Innermost yes. desires. Yeah. yeah. Innermost yeah. desires. Sorry. Yeah. Like. Yeah. He that whole thing you did this you shot a dog you didn't shoot a dog like that to me is very much in the the, mm. the I see and not overall story with Harry Hart and okay. not with Galahad and that to a certain extent too that's where you see uh, some denial you have to deny your some, sometimes you have to deny your conscience deny your um, personal feelings so mm-hmm. I think it, I think that was actually that I mean okay anyway, that's that's not what I. It could have been, but he said exactly the opposite of that. And I keep him here. He lived for 11 years, and I keep him here as a reminder. This is a memory. It's a memory act. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, it reminds me every day of of what happened and, and, you know, my responsibility to your father. I mean, it's like, you know, here's this big memory thing sticking in my office that I have to see all the time but as I, a reminder. I agree, but I think he was also saying it's like a when Job was tested in the Old Testament, you have to obey the Father, right? Right. Father. And this is all about how do you become a man in this stiff upper lip culture? What you do is you 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 have to overcome that empathetic side of yourself right. for Father State. The state. Well, and, and for again, Father we'll State. To, the thing is, why? that's why we don't, you, you're trying to look for the things that are consistent across mm-hmm. all acts. Yeah. Or all signposts because when you start looking at oh I see this and I see that it's like yeah you will see all of them. We have to see which one is predominant. Well, which one is consistent? Oh, consistent. It's for, not predominant because emphasis is a whole different thing than whether uh-huh. or not you're seeing it in the first act, the second act, the third act, and the fourth act. If you see it in all four acts or signposts, this is what theme is more. It's more more diffuse. It's well, it's not so, no, it's not so much diffuse. It's meaning that. This is where the focus of it is. Uh-huh. You're going to explore everywhere, but in the context of where is the problem, it's always going to be hottest over that one area consistently across the story. And that's what a, that's what a concern is. Concern. Oh, okay. yeah. Concern. And then thematically, you get down to the issue, and that's that's like a more refined version of that. Oh, and then okay. the problem is the pinpoint version of that. So let's. For the sake of uh, moving forward, and since most people seem to believe this is the case, let's choose it. Let's make, uh, we said, main character concern of the future, which picks uh, obtaining for our overall story, innermost desires becomes the influence character concern, and the changing one's nature is the relationship concern. Um, it also has established our benchmarks, which are effectively the other half of that, which are, again, how things are changing, doing, impulsive responses, and playing one, playing a role. So we're getting, you know, both versions of what we were looking at. And the thing is, is if we get down to the element level and such, and we don't really find something, then it may be that we have those two flipped. You know, But let's, let's uh, go on down. So we go down further into the... Uh, to the element level for the overall story, you see that we've got our um, uh, obtaining with approach. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to highlight that. Um, approach, self-interest, attitude, morality, and underneath that is where you've got the elements. Um, 
And so again, you can either pick what your issue is or pick what you think of as a problem plot. Either way works just fine. This is in the context of the overall story. If you want, we can also look at Exe. Um, does anybody have a... Well, there's a lot of avoid, like, he's trying to find out who he is. Now, guess is not, we're not in the, over, the main character, so be careful so about the, the context. It's all sorry, the sorry, in the, the, the overall story. Right, so don't say he. I mean, oh, sorry, so uh, all the antagonist. Um, um, okay. He's trying to... What is the pursue. protagonist? Look at it from the protagonist's point of view, because the antagonist is trying... The antagonist is sort of the, on the opposite side of things. So, what the is... Antagonists are pursuing what, what's happening, what's going on. Um, that's, why, that's why I have a problem with this as, as an obtaining story. Is that because you're sort of defining the antagonist as being the protagonist. The goal as being goal as being that which the protagonist is trying to achieve, which so which doesn't the, really which is the Goldfinger sort of model where it's like and which you know, I completely agree disagree with Melanie one hundred percent on that. Really? Yes. So you yeah, the story is not about you don't say it's success when he or it's it's failure when he does not dominate the world. It's a success story. Well, it, then it's not him as the protagonist. It's the fact that he's defeated is the goal. Right. That's why it's really important. So, you but, but the pursuit of the protagonist is to prevent the antagonist. Yes. Success. Right. Wait, right. Sorry. It's a negative goal. You're right. trying to stop something from happening. Yeah. Right. Uh, I, I know it's slipped because James Bond is a peculiar story. One it's more time, it's not. We'll just Melanie through. likes to run it around as a as a peculiar story, and I 100% disagree with okay, her so on that. say it again, please? Sure. Okay, the easiest thing is, do you think is the ending is a happy ending, or a bittersweet, or, or, or a tragic ending? Which usually, it's happy. He, he stops the bad guy, and he gets the girl. Great. So, we don't look at what the, what Goldfinger is doing as a way to determine what the goal is. He's not a protagonist. So what we're doing is, well, what is James Bond doing? It's very much like this. His effort is to prevent Goldfinger from achieving whatever it is that mm -hmm. Goldfinger is trying to achieve. Right. Now, they don't understand what it is at the beginning, and slowly they find out what it is, and it's only at the, really at the very end, like this, when they truly understand what he's doing. Mm -hmm. But the whole goal is to stop him from doing it. Mm -hmm. So. James Bond is in fact the protagonist, and Goldfinger is in fact the antagonist, and Goldfinger loses, which why is, is which is why it's a success. So that's where it's really important because you, success and failure is based on what the goal is and achievement of the goal. And if you flip who you think the the antagonist and protagonists are, it will it has to be consistent with your understanding of that dynamic. So it's. It's not a willy-nilly thing. It actually is connected to the structure. You know, you can easily tell a story like that, making Goldfinger the, the protagonist. It's, it's like not Reservoir the... Reservoir Dogs. That's where the bad guys are, are the protagonists. You know, Reservoir Dogs. Right, and it's a failure story because what they're trying to do fails. We're following the bad guys, but it fails, so ultimately it's a failure story. I have a question. Yeah. So, 
Am I understanding correctly what you're getting at? Is you, you are questioning whether or not obtaining is the overall story concern that it might actually As be doing. As we described it. So you, it may still are you be thinking a, it might be the doing? Because the hero, the, it, uh, the, it hero, may the hero be, it may not. ensemble I'm just saying is that doing the, something. What yeah? I'm saying is that the rationale that was given uh, is not the right rationale for the overall story. For the other through lines, I think they were accurate. Uh -huh. So obtaining, obtaining may be doesn't, it. Doesn't feel like preventing doesn't really feel like obtaining because you actually. Well, sure, you're trying. Effectively, loss is is another form of obtaining, mm -hmm. gain and loss. Okay. So you know if you're trying to. If you're trying to stop something, you're trying to attain an end. Is that what you're saying? You're trying to you're trying to prevent something, but. Or you're trying to you know, have to be really careful because it's it didn't it felt like there was. Not a, there wasn't enough, and this you actually spoke to this because uh -huh. you said that you felt there was there were the protagonists were, were weak. They were reacting. Well, you felt that they were weak because they didn't really they weren't being very proactive. Yeah. Well, that's because I don't think they were really terribly proactive, and they weren't supposed to be proactive characters. Yeah. I think you have a proactive antagonist. Yeah. Yeah. Which is different than being a protagonist. Yeah. You know, you can have someone who's acting first, and I think he's very proactive, which yeah. is a typically <laughs> a character. But a of an art, it's part of an archetypal protagonist. Mm -hmm. yeah. Just be care, but just be careful about thinking of protagonist in an archetypal sense, and then describing all of its characteristics to an antagonist because you're using it kind of in a, mm -hmm. you know, it mm -hmm. in a way that you can get yourself get yourself twisted up. That's mm -hmm. that's really the only thing. It's mm -hmm. always important from my perspective is to try to be as clear as possible, mm -hmm. so that. When you're making choices, you are always looking at them in the consistent fashion. Mm -hmm. It's the consistency that's important more than really anything else. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. if you're consistent, everybody else can see it the flip side of it, but they'll see it consistently. Mm -hmm. And if you say potato, I say potato, doesn't matter because we're both mm -hmm. looking at the same thing, just slightly from a different point of view, but we're all ending up in the same place too. Mm -hmm. So. Assuming, a, you know, we have some sort of obtaining, whether it's not, okay, someone is stealing all these people. These people mm -hmm. are disappearing. We have, got, we have to find them and get them back. Yeah, that's true. They did have you that have face. You have the because they face. are looking yeah. at the disappearances. Mm -hmm. That's an obtaining. Mm -hmm. All right? And they're seeing we need to stop these disappearances and get everybody back. They're obtaining intelligence because they're spies. Well, know? that's more the gathering information. Yeah. but. It, in terms of the larger goal, there are these disappearances. People are being, you know, either killed, the guy's head blows up, or they are being just disappeared. And we need to find out who's responsible and stop them and get the people that have disappeared back. Mm -hmm. That is a protagonist's view of the world in Kingsman. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what the Kingsmen are trying to do. That's good. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean it changed anything of what, what Valentine's trying to do. Mm -hmm. It just means, okay, now we have a place to look at it consistently from the overall story. So with that in mind, we're looking at it from the Kingsman's point of view. What seems to be the, what do they think is the problem and what is the response to it? And then what's really the problem and what's, what's the solution to it? Any one of those four things can pick the rest. That's so tricky. So, um, does anybody have a, 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 a quad that they like, or do you want me to look over an Exy? 
we can go look over in the over in the main character if you think that's and gonna help. Easier, I'm well let's look at this okay, let's look at Exe. Alright, so let's just pop over to our situation and we'll zoom in here. And so if we look at the future, we have openness, delay, preconception, and choice. Um, you've got uh, under openness, you've got consider, reconsider, faith, disbelief. Under delay, you have pursue, avoid, support, oppose. Under choice, you've got logic, feeling, conscience, temptation. Under preconception, you have control, uncontrolled, help, and hinder. Any? I kind of like, like the last one. I like a control and uncontrolled. I'm not sure about help and hinder, but I, I you uh, know. I like also his preconception. Right. I also like help and hinder. I mean, you look at look at how he has his his how he sees the world in terms of his relationship with his mother yeah, and his father-in-law. You know, he sees... And he, he, he's not in control of himself, too. Like, he right. he lands in the parachute and he's like, you son of a bitch, you mm -hmm. and unexpendable, and blah, blah. Well, he also doesn't feel like he's in control of himself. Right. Because well, that's his, that's his preconception. Can, can, can we just go back to it? Why is he concerned about his future as opposed to his present? Well, he feels kind of stymied. I think he's stymied. I think he sees no future. I think at first. it's more that if I look at his present, right? Like, he's got a roof over his head. He's got food. He has clothes. Like, he's not concerned about sort of his day-to-day -day stuff. That all seems taken care of, even great. He seems slightly more concerned about his mother's presence than anything, if anything, but his own, he seems comfortable with his own skin, even though... Well, he, 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 he doesn't really, I, he doesn't have a job. He's, he's, uh, uh, he, he's, like, uh, you know, tried different, he has all this potential, but he's throwing his future away because he's just, you know, he's just being, kind of being a, a street punk. No. No? No. That's the effect. That's not the cause. His future, his present, is his sole concern. He's not concerned about the future. He's no, but, but he's not looking for a job. His, his, but if you look at his backstory, he tries to go for a future. You know, he joins the Marines. He yeah. really excels, etc. But his mother's, his, his family's well-being is threatened, and so he gives that up. So he essentially, he's he has thrown her. away all of his future. He has tremendous potential there. But he's thrown it away for some immediate to, to deal with things to essentially to help his mother. I mean, to, to provide a safe as much as he can a safe environment for them, and he's not being very successful at that. So you're reading into his concern for the future, not that he ever voiced it or did any actions. No, well, he says even to um, to Harry um, that the memory said when when Harry says, "Well, why did you give that up?" It's like, you know, you had a great future ahead of you. Why did you give that up? And he said, well, I had my, you know, my, my, I had to protect my new, his mother had a baby. And he had to go back and protect his sister from the stepfather. So you've got this sort of protective instinct, etc. And he, he knows he gave up that future. And you even see it, it's kind of like a little bit like Luke Skywalker when they do the, the training and he's shoots and hits the Mylar balloon first shot, right? He's got the skill, etc. It's just that that's not a concern to him at all. Um, what he has is he has he had a future that he threw out, threw away, 
And now he has the potential for future again. Yeah. And yeah. it's not until Harry comes into his life that it becomes an issue. And that's the thing that's really important. Eggsy is, you know, this is what happens with main characters all the time. They find what we call a balanced, inequ balanced inequity. Mm. Things aren't crappy. Things may be crappy, but mm -hmm. they're stable. It's sort of stable crappiness. And yeah, then, that sounds a lot like a lot of women's life because you're there, you're protecting the future, which is the child. The child is the future. He gave up his future for his sister's future, just right. protecting her. But I mean, the thing is, it's a teeter. Yeah. It's on a. It's a teeter totter. And Harry comes in and steps in and gives him an opportunity. And this void that was balanced off. You know, he might have had a little bit over here and this really big, you know, a lot of crap over here with this little rock over here that was sort of balancing it. Because it could just hold it, way, you know, with the fulcrum way off center to keep it, it's off balance, but it's, you know, that little bit of potential, maybe in the future I could do something once this crap goes away. And that's the Harry majority. comes in, well, this is what every character who mm -hmm. has the, has a an unresolved problem is dealing mm -hmm. with. And the influence character comes in and goes, boom, mm -hmm. and pushes the teeter-totter and is like, whoa, and drops the world and suddenly brings... The thing that is missing, that is being, that's basically been hidden from themselves, to the foreground that mm -hmm. they have to deal with, and then keeps on bringing it up over and over and over, and saying, "You're settling for this crappy position, maybe for noble reasons and such, but you have all this potential over here that you're ignoring." Mm -hmm. And I see some great things that you can do that will eventually wipe out all that other crappy stuff if you will pursue it. And so he, so Harry keeps on sort of hitting that other side and saying, look, I can offer this job opportunity for you where there's a lot of growth and you can, you know, excitement and all the things that you might, that you really do want. A future mm -hmm. that you would enjoy, not mm -hmm. a present or whatever that you're just surviving. And so, before Harry comes in to Eggsy's life is the before story. Mm -hmm. But the point at which Eggsy joins in the story is when he calls that number. Otherwise he's going to spend the next but, No, that's when the jail. main character through line mm -hmm. yeah. becomes part of the, the story. Mm -hmm. And after that happens, it can't turn back because Harry's not going to ignore him anymore. Mm -hmm. And that's the, that's the thing that's important, is to understand that before, what happens before that moment in a story is all set up. It lets you know sort of what is going on in that, what that crappiness is, if it's a change character. Because mm -hmm. that's the baggage. Essentially, you're setting up the baggage. Mm -hmm. what, what the crappy world that they're existing in, that's stable, but not good. Mm -hmm. And then once, they, once the influence character comes in, they show the potential of what it could be. Mm -hmm. And that throws everything off. And so the things that have been put away suddenly come to the fore again. And what he put away in his backstory was his future. Mm -hmm. And now it's front and center. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing that they keep on threatening to steal from him. Mm -hmm. When Arthur says, you know, I ne never thought you could make it. He basically has said, you don't have a future. You know, each time those things, it's just tearing that away, and then Harry comes back and says, what the crap are you doing? You know, how could you do this? You just, you just because of this one thing, you threw all of that away? You have this great future. 
So there's that, you know, that teeter-totter keeps them, but that's mm. the thing that, that keeps the main character in, is that that influence character is saying, you know that potential you have, mm -hmm. you can realize it. There is a solution to your problem. You've got all that ba baggage, you gotta dump the baggage first. And that's what the character growth is about, is to tear down the blinders so that eventually they say, oh, there are two choices for me here, not just the one that I've been living. And though what you've, sure, you've been talking, yeah, yeah, yak, 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 that's what you've been saying, but now I see it, I see the two paths, because the influence character represents the path not taken, mm -hmm. particularly in a change character. Mm -hmm. But that's what, that's what the influence character does. That's why they have an influence, because mm -hmm. the main character at one point or another had to choose between those two things, and they chose one, and now much later, it wasn't a good choice. This is for a change character. And the influence character says, but you still have that other choice. You may have to tear down some of those blinders so you can see that you have it. That's my job as influence characters to tear down those blinders so that you see you really do have a choice. And you get back to that place. You've got a choice. Now, choose. Are you going to choose the same thing that you've been doing? Or are you going to change to the, the alternative? You're going to try that other way, and maybe it will resolve things for you. doesn't necessarily always work out that way. You might make the other choice, and nope, doesn't work out that way either. But that's that's why that's that's why the whole thing about judgment, good or bad, is a separate choice from a is a separate dynamic. Just changing for a change doesn't, or changing or remaining steadfast is neither good nor bad. It just is. Okay. That makes sure. Sorry, I'll get off my little. No, that was so awesome. that was very, very <laughs> Okay, so I believe future now. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to go through. <laughs> you, were, you, were, you were starting to say something about how how hinder hinder and help play into right. So I think he. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say I think he sees that when he tries to help, it creates trouble. You think he's aware of it? Absolutely. Okay. So what does he do? He tries to mess things up. For he tries to get into fights with his his stepfather, or and with his his gang, because it keeps the attention mm -hmm. off of mom and the kid. So, but every time he goes, even that last the, the the very last thing. Now he it's not a it's not a he's not pushing a button for him anymore. But he knows that this is this is how his his stepfather works. So he's gonna go in there. And he's going to behave like he always did, and he's going to offer his help to his mother, knowing full well that it's going to be it's going to mess up. Now it might be that perhaps that he's always been hindering, and it's and help is always the solution. But he does goes in there and put says, "I'm going to help you out," like he's always wanted to, and then you know gets the reaction that he has. has so help could be it could be the response. Yeah. It could uh, be, but I think it, it yeah. seems like he. He doesn't, it looks like he always tries to help. And then it kind of gets messed up. Although the thing is, is that you see him through the most of the story. He really is the one who tries to fall, tries to help. He has that with. So could, it, uh, could that be his, because your, your giant awesome explanation sounded like his problem was help. Like he was, well, because of all the backstory, the way that he helped was by giving away his entire future. Um. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's the problem or if it's... It seems to me it's either the problem or it's the symptom. 
Seems like it to me. Yeah, I feel like when he's falling in the parachute thing, that becomes a main character moment, right? Yes. What his his thing is, I'm gonna help. Yeah. I'm gonna help. I'm gonna help. I'm gonna help. So it feels like. So that would be his response. See, I would say probably. No, no, as a response. No, I. That's that. That's my inclination too. The that. But he's a change character. So his problem doesn't motivate him. Maybe well, here, I mean, the well, hindrance well, is there's no parachute, right? Like, hey, yeah. there's no parachute. Right. That's a hindrance. <clears throat> oh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help everybody make sure that we all have parachutes. So we'll make sure we all have Okay. Um, sure Either way, it's a cool point. How yeah, are those uh, considered uh, preconceptions, what you guys are just talking about? Well, this is the, under, the underwater thing. Uh-huh. Preconception um, has to do with not only what people... He has preconceptions about... You know, with a silver suppository up your yeah, ass, okay. and, and you know, people see him and the way he dresses. Well, pretty much, so that people have a preconception mm-hmm. of who he is. Mm-hmm. You know, so that and and he's everybody kind of knows his number just by looking at him and by the way mm-hmm. by the way he talks, and you know, he's used to that reaction to him, and he has that same kind of way of seeing the world, and it. Mm-hmm. It's that this is preconception is where the chip is on his, oh, okay. his shoulder. Oh, okay. Controlled, Okay. I'm um, which is the problem? Which is Maybe the solution? He feels he help. I'm not certain. Maybe he controls the solution. Well, think of uncontrolled as freedom. All right, control yeah. is I think certainly seems to be more problematic, and I think freedom seems to, to me. See, mm-hmm. control seems more like the symptom, and and uh, and uncontrolled seems more like a response. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because he, he tries to just basically, I mean, that's where he he acts. He re, is very a neg, very negative response to being controlled, being caged, being, mm-hmm. you know, physically controlled. This is an external thing. This is not mm-hmm. a mental control, but, you know, trying to put, you know, limits on me and things mm-hmm. like that. And you mm-hmm. see, him, you know, his clothes, he keeps very loose and, mm-hmm. you know, which is one of the reasons why when you see him at the end and he's seen, uh, you know he's all tightened up Fairly and he's happy with it it's like well obviously oh. he's over those issues <laughs> yeah. Yeah. well that, that's that's why I, I would attribute that to the, the solution of control even though he kicks serious ass but he's very controlled about it yeah. everything because he learned he learned yeah. it all you know yeah. you know and, but, but the, all that, his movements are but very that's not personal choreographed. but that's not is that well, personal? no the final scene is very personal Final scene is very personal. With that's this, with this in the bar. Step oh, 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 the final, oh, final scene. Right, the, but the, 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 the denouement. But essentially, that's all. Coda. That's all sort of. But I think, uh, in, in terms of of uh, of uh, resolving his personal through line, uh, you know, he he's he's had a problem that he is not, you know, and it, and it speaks to help too. But he's sort of been out of control in terms of being able to 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 protect his mother, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, and and by that final final scene. He is totally taking control he's of the situation. He's got control of his life. He's got a job. He's got right. A house. He's taking he's control. Right. He's just dressed in the nines. Well, well because just his well, mannerism is is very controlled, okay. and, and 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 as he learned from his mentor, you know, be controlled first, then kick some serious ass because that's mm-hmm. how you do it. Mm-hmm. You know, just flailing out doesn't work. <laughs> uh, like like in the in the in the nicking the car scene. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, you know, driving backwards. You know, <laughs> right. uh, which he, he showed an amazing amount of control uh-huh. there. But it was in terms of how do you how do you drive backwards <laughs> through traffic? 
looking forward. I mean, without <laughs> looking back the whole time. But anyway, um, but but still, it was it was that was a, a demonstration of of being in a, out of control. Mm -hmm. Out of control how behavior. Is, how's the overall story then? Well, I can answer that. Yeah. <laughs> because the chip, what it does is it frees you from your inhibitions, which is why you kill people. Okay. Which is uncontrolled. Right. Okay. People are disappearing. Those are too uncontrolled. Well, because there's something out of control here. That, that you know that that that. Uh, I mean, that's just another manifestation, another mm -hmm. illustration of, you know. Uh, uh, in the overall story, something is out of control here. We don't know what it is yet, but there's mm -hmm. something that's out of control, so we need to take control of the situation. So are you saying that is a problem, or is that the symptom? Well, to make the model work, it would have to be the problem. But the underlying, the underlying problem is... Uh, um, I mean, I don't, see, I don't see uncontrolled as a problem, as being troublesome as a problem. Because if you look, th even think about what um, uh, what's his name's hypothesis about you know viruses out of control causing the world problem? I mean that's very consistent with that too. But I'm just sure that's a that's why that seems to be sort of front and center, not so much behind. I mean to me it feels like help is. A, I mean to me it almost feels like that again is help is a problem. I'm trying to help things and that's really a problem. You really should not be trying to help things. The response is, oh things are out of control and they need to be brought under control so I will do this do this thing. I mean that's just this well, just. This I don't know. This is OS? something. No, no, no. no, I, no, no, no. But I'm thinking of, um, this is unrelated to dramatic theory but I read in some other book that um, the impulse, and I'm just thinking overall human story, the impulse behind mysteries apparently is order and chaos. So, you know, get to the basic principle of the universe, chaos, and then order, bring order, the nature coming in. So, I mean, I don't know if this is the overall story, but this is the big story, which is things are out of control and as cultural uh, In Dramatica, you yeah. basically look at it in terms of um, we want to bring pattern, order. No, pattern and inequity. You recognize yeah. a pattern and it's incomplete, and that creates an inequity. You try to drive to resolve the inequity. So is that an overall story concern? Is that what no, we're talking no, about no, now? No, 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 we're, we're looking at the smallest level. Well, let's just try and see what happens. If it's if it's uncontrolled as the problem. Oh, the main character's problem. That's what we've been talking about. But, his, but as, as a metaphor So the for symptom is hinder, the help is psyche. response. So he sees hindering is creating trouble, helping is response, the solution of control. Um, it, doesn't, it doesn't feel right. I mean, it, logic's okay, it doesn't feel right. Can I just, just yeah. ask you a question that, I, that I've been poking around here? I, I plugged in signpost two of the overall story mm -hmm. as gathering information, because that's the, that's the training sequence. Okay, so let's just go back here and undo this. And that locks in Okay, let's just see what we have. Let's try that. I'd say, because that's a really strong one. Uh, that's overall story to learning or gathering information. Okay. Uh, understanding, doing, obtaining. That's pretty good. I like that. Um, main character. Role. Okay. And I like his a lot, main character. Past, how things are changing, future and present. All right. So let me, let's look at the... Um, 
Let's look at the master vacuum here. And so it's narrowed these down. And if you put in preconception for his issue? For his issue. Then preconception. Help and uncontrolled. But Right, which are those are the two that we, those are the two, those are exactly the two we were arguing about, which it would be. I know, but you started to go afield. We you were really, like, let me go book three. Really really excited. No, I was going, I was going, I was going over, no, and that means basically we've got avoidance, we're right back uncontrolled, uncontrolled or avoidance in the overall that. story. Right. Well, okay, My so. My point is we were talking about the right stuff. <laughs> Good. Yes, we are. We've got affirmation. So, the, the question is, um... In the overall story, do we see the problem as being help? I guess my yes. point is. I think that right. that is right there. The Kingsman. I think help is to, the problem. Yeah, he's trying to. I mean, he's, he's trying, trying to, help to basically the help the world. Help the world. To, I mean, the and help Kingsman himself. are trying to help. Kingsman are trying to help. Yeah, it definitely seems and to be help. And so you basically now are down to single story form. So control, uncontrolled. Um, I'm, okay, I'm quite okay with that with him. You know, he basically doesn't like to be controlled. And his uncle is extreme, so or father-in-law, so stepfather, out. is very controlling. And particularly the way you see how he's controlling his mother. Mm -hmm. um, and then the symptom of support and the response is... So, uh, hmm. well, now, this works really well for the Kingsmen. Mm -hmm. You know, I think if you look at... Because ultimately, their response is to oppose this, this guy. You know, and um, the oh look, I'm going to give everybody these free um, V chips. You know, which is really seems you know be being very supportive of the no. You know, well, but but his approaching that, all the world leaders yeah. and saying I'm actually your support, but yeah. and, 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 and the princess get, withholds her support. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's a, and those that are basically she eventually over car are the ones who oppose it. Yeah. Right, the ones that that defeat them. How would you define symptom in action? Is it a sign of some underlying problem? Yes. So wait, wait, the way it's symptom is, uh -huh. when you, remember I was talking about this person who has a problem, et cetera, et cetera, and they gets, it gets sort of hidden from them. Mm -hmm. if, you have, if a person has a problem, they're generally blind to it if it's a really serious issue. They, and you could walk up to them and say, what's your, you know, here's your problem. And they'd go, no, you know, no, that's not it. It's it's this mm -hmm. that thing that they're pointing to is the symptom mm -hmm. so if you walk up to someone and ask them what their personal problem is they're going to tell you their symptom mm -hmm. just like oh look there's all these people who are dead what's the problem oh well, we have this tsunami that came in and killed all these people well, well what do you do that's the response well we build a warning system we move away from yeah. the coast etc cetera, etc cetera. well that's not really the problem the problem mm -hmm. is the earthquake that caused the tsunami. Yeah. So as long as you have the problem, you're still going to have symptoms. And mm -hmm. only once you get rid of the problem by addressing it with a, the solution, mm -hmm. then you will get rid of the symptoms. Mm -hmm. So ultimately, a change character has to, they're focused on the symptoms. Because mm -hmm. they can't, in the backstory, they, they can't see that anymore. So he's not looking at help. Exy's not looking at help as his own personal problem anymore. Mm -hmm. He sees that, yeah, in the past that may have been it, but that's not what it is. Although it's truly the thing that's driving him, it's causing him grief. Mm -hmm. What he sees now is that he's got a controlling father, a mm -hmm. stepfather, who's, you know, has such a tight control over his family that he's afraid for his mom, 
He's afraid for his um, sister, and he, so he does everything he can to basically be free of them and do whatever he wants. He doesn't want any limits. He, you know, he does all this crazy activity because he feels that that's the only way, way he can be respond respond to mm -hmm. this very tight control that, that he sees as the, the, the source of grief mm -hmm. in his life. Ultimately, that's really not the problem. His, his stepfather is not the problem. What he needs to do is he needs to go back and instead of trying to help everybody, mm. which he which can't the do, no, that, that's help. That's his problem. Oh, that's his problem. Yeah, oh, so he actually is driven because uh -huh. he's, he's always uh -huh. trying to help everybody. He uh -huh. really needs to know when to step in and sort of mess things up, mm. which is that last scene. Mm. That's what he mm. does. He goes mm. in there to pick a fight. Mm. Yeah. He's not trying he's not to help his mother. It. He's there to pick a fight. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. he goes in that last thing. He's not there to help the world. He's there to pick a fight with um, Valentine. I mean, that's basically what he's sent to do. But that's, that's what he has to do personally. He has to mm -hmm. go in and, and mess things up. It's different than a, than to um, prevent. Mm -hmm. Prevent is what an antagonist does. They try to stop. Mm -hmm. All he has to do is essentially has to mess it up. He doesn't have to stop. The, you know, blow up all the the devices and destroy all the the um, chips and the, the. No, he just has to keep what's his name's hand off of it. Mm -hmm. He's just got to hinder the process, and that's enough. Mm -hmm. Disrupt. Mm -hmm. Okay. He's got to be a disruptive force. He has and to be really unhelpful. <laughs> right. Well, but that right. ties into the overall story. Uh, that's also, you know, right. The OS. It, it's it's shared in the overall Peter. story as well as for him. Mm -hmm. So that, you know, he has to learn how to be disruptive as a positive thing. That makes sense. Yeah. As a way to okay. resolve his need to help. Mm -hmm. And that's why his he has that knee jerk reaction of, why do you always pick? Pick uh -huh. me, the you know the the it goes back to his situation, the 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 low you know the lowbrow kid mm -hmm. to be the guinea pig. Mm -hmm. I don't remember the word he used, but basically mm -hmm. you know the one who does not not. I'm expendable. Yeah, I'm expendable because I was didn't wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth. Mm -hmm. Because that's sort of that, you know, going back to that help and hinder thing. You know, mm -hmm. he's helping, he's helping, he's driven that, but he says, you know. He sees that. that. Oh, okay. Good night. Okay. Bye bye. It's really perfect for uh, Harry. Yeah, for Harry. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You know, consider. I mean, he's driven. He's like, he's always got to think about it. He's always. You've got to be aware of what you're doing. You've got to be aware of why you're doing it. You got. That's what basically what drives Harry. He's always. He's always. He's always aware of what his father, what uh, Eggsy's father did, and what. Pickles did, and what, mm -hmm. you know, and what, you know, what's the right thing to do? Mm -hmm. You know, manners make man. You know, it's maketh man. So mm -hmm. he's always putting that f forward in the the relationship. In the relate in the relationship. Um, oh yeah, faith, absolutely. You yeah. know, you have Well, the influence. No, I was talking about the influence character there. So the support. I mean, the uh, the consider is the problem. Which is the source of his drive. Oh, relationship. Oh, sorry. That's yeah, the relationship. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, sorry. Well, it's the source of his drive, faith? Uh, for, for, Harry. for Harry? Yeah. Harry. Well, yeah, That's it doesn't even question that. <laughs> right, that's true. So, in the but in the relationship, is this, you got to think about it. Keep, keep aware of it. And then, again, 
support is the problem. He's trying not to be overly supportive. Mm -hmm. He sees that is troublesome mm -hmm. because it's, you know, here you've got someone who reacts very poorly to that and he's like, no, it's, I need to, I buck the system, mm -hmm. you know, I'm not doing what necessarily you want me to do. Mm -hmm. just, I'm not going to hand it to you. It's, you know. And then we've got uh, catalyst in the overall story, catalyst of approach. So that's what creates more tension. That's what moves things along. And it, oh. and I am Maybe it's a running sign. out of power. Um, it is a sign. <laughs> um, have you saved it? Oh, yeah, I think you have. Yes, I have. When which which area is the catalyst? What are you talking about? The, I was talking about the, the overall story character? catalyst. Oh, there we go. Oh, okay, right. there we go. And you have your main character unique ability of openness. I think that's that's great because he's very open to whatever you yeah. know, to new ideas, to you know, um, yeah. you know. In fact, he's he seems to be a little overly open, but that's the thing that allows him to try you know try whatever. Mm -hmm. um, unique ability of of uh, Harry's unique ability is closure. That, I think that works well because he's the one person who could bring closure and force the main character to deal with his issues. I have a question. How, yeah. When you first designed this, how did you choose these various opposing terms? It was a very long process. Uh -huh. And it was a very, we, it was built up from a smattering of things until mm -hmm. we finally started to understand what the structure started to look like. And then it was finding where the right things were, and, and it took a lot, took many years. Did you ever just have it come to you in a dream, or, or uh, the, did, you, or did basics, you look everything up in a thesaurus, or how the did basics? You? No, the basics mm -hmm. came. The, the basic equations did for Melanie, mm -hmm. um, but we had to, then. It was just a lot of labor to sort of reconstruct it and put it into. Mm -hmm. um, Tested on very. I guess you oh, did yeah. what we're doing now. We Tested on different stories. Oh yeah, and people. <laughs> yes, and early on it was very torturous. Yeah, a bunch of us had these things in our heads while coming out. <laughs> <laughs> so, sort of like mystery science theater thing. Just throw shows bad movies. So, what kind of symptoms oh, is he exhibiting? Yeah. <laughs> um, I th yeah, I think this worked out nicely because it's good. I only have about eight percent left, so it's very. How does a pose work in the OS? I'm sorry, I missed that in the, in the OS. Oh, fine. You walk out and... <laughs> that was me. <laughs> I walk out, he misses the I just tune out. No. Oh, you tune it. Oh, that's even better. Um, this is where you get that inverted story, where it's it's about the protagonist trying to stop something, as opposed to the story about the antagonist trying to do something. So, effectively, the way to prevent Valentine from doing it is, is to be an opposing force to him. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, and that's that's essentially what the Kingsmen are are mm -hmm. representing as a way to solve problems by opposing. And, and you get that with, as you're talking about, the princess. Right. You know, opposing the... Uh, the heads of and, state. And heads all of state. Yeah. Well, not only that, but Michael King, you know, uh, turns out he's, you know, he's supporting Valentine. And so what's... You know, what's the response to that? You know, I'll pose them with the poison, right? A poison. <laughs> a poison. <laughs> a poison, 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll go into a jest. Um, I think I, I think I'm gonna have an atom bomb go off over my head, a multicolored yeah, well, yeah, I think cloud. it'll go over your head just for you to get your head go. <laughs> yes. All right. This podcast was brought to you by Wright Brothers, creators of software for writers since 1982. Visit us at www.screenplay.com and www.dramatica.com.